0: Within Google, we're pushing the envelope in a lot of areas. Things like virtual reality, machine learning, the next billion users. But beyond that, we wanted the room to think about the 20s and the 10s in new areas, like life sciences or driverless cars. Structurally, this gives us the ability to focus on the various other bet entities, to be a catalyst and a magnet for great entrepreneurs in a way that may have been more difficult under one umbrella. One other great contrast between Silicon Valley and Wall Street is that the public tends to see tech firms as being beneficial to society, as creating things of use, whereas it tends to see Wall Street as being parasitic. Do you think that's fair? For many decades, the financial services industry wasn't viewed that way. Then, after the financial crisis, banks were ranked only above Congress in public opinion surveys. There was clearly a lot of suffering. We needed to have a learning moment where we stepped back and looked at the fundamental flaws that enabled the industry to go down a path that resulted in the crisis. There were many elements to it. Regulation, strategy, implementation. One thing that frustrated me when I was in the industry— was that we did embrace regulatory change early. But not everyone did. And there was a lot of resistance, and that delay was destructive, and we're still slowly coming out of it. As of today, at least in the United States, there's been a fundamental change in banks. There's more capital, more liquidity, and the nature of activity has changed. But it will take some time to get to a position where people are more focused on how do you finance growth at the individual level, at the company level. Pendulum swing. I think we're still in that slow swing. And I think the resistance to an appropriate response is one reason. If, on the other hand, you think about the mission that we and many others in the tech world have, it's really about making the user experience better every day. In their earliest days, Larry and Sergey Brin, co-founder of Google, had something famously called the toothbrush test. They wanted us to focus on improving things that billions of people use at least twice a day to make their lives better. And that's a lot of what we do. There is a difference. We're delighting the user, and we're seeing tremendous growth in the overall enterprise. The consensus among most prognosticators is that we're entering a phase of slow GDP growth around the world. Is that as big a concern for the tech world as it is for more traditional industries? I'll answer a slightly different way. I'm often asked what's been my biggest surprise since coming to Google, now Alphabet. And my answer is how early stage Google actually is. Given the scale of the organization today, That's a pretty odd thing to say. But we're riding some really important secular changes. Mobile is still in its infancy. As I said, one of our big strategies is getting the next billion users online. Look at YouTube and the importance of the shift in advertising going online. Virtual reality is in its early days, machine learning is in its early days. Look what we're doing with the cloud and enterprise. So what's exciting for me is that we're riding incredible tailwinds. Of course, you'd rather have a better macro backdrop, but it's substantially less relevant. Many of the things we're doing, in particular in the other bets, provide long-term growth opportunities, and the macro ups and downs are therefore much less relevant. But isn't the core of your revenue model still based on advertising? And is that not sensitive to a secular slowdown? Advertising is. However, the reason I'm still defining it as a tailwind is that more and more advertisers are finding that you can target and measure more accurately by advertising online rather than offline. The migration to online advertising is still very much in its infancy. One of the main reasons growth is thought to be slowing is that productivity is declining. Do tech firms like yours have the potential to help develop countries out of the productivity trap they seem to be in? Research suggests that for every tech job created in a metro area, five additional jobs are also created.